0: Hello there, you don't look like listeners. Um, just a quick heads up, there's some really weird audio crackling on this particular record. It only lasts for about 10 minutes from about minute 25 on. Uh, we were plagued by all sorts of problems this week. Uh, it took us about 45 minutes to actually get the Skype call to work, so it's no surprise to me that we had some problems. But uh, stick with it, it's not too bad, and it eventually does go away. Enjoy the app. You don't look like a runner
1: with Nick and John.
0: Hello and welcome to You Don't Look Like a Runner podcast, a podcast that is supposedly weekly and supposedly about running fitness and tech. I'm Nick. I'm John. And we don't really know how to come out of the intro into topics.
1: No, we don't. But uh, any, any thoughts? Um, I just want to applaud your high energy intro, mate. It's just so fresh.
0: Well, considering we just spent the last hour battling audio problems, I'm quite impressed with myself that I, uh, I managed to pull myself together.
1: Well, I think you want to talk about audio, don't you?
0: Well, audio, what, why, do, why do these problems haunt us so, John? I just want to talk to you about running fitness and tech, and, and <laughs> all that ever happens, all that ever happens is I spend just weeks having to edit out-of-time audio. So this podcast, there's no follow-up really this week. Well, you, you think, you claim you got follow-up, but we can't really have follow-up from last week because last week hasn't been released yet, right?
1: That's right. Um, it's going it's out in a minute, as soon as I'm done. It's- You're going to do it after this. I'm going to, it's going to, it's going to drop and then I'm going to go for a run. That's, that's the plan.
0: Nice. That's very apt.
1: Yeah.
0: So I, so I spent all of last week pretty much, usually an edit of this podcast takes me about three hours maybe and I can do it in one big go. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last week I spent days because we recorded in the same room. Should have been simple. Should have been easy. Um, But because of, being in the same room, obviously we had bleed over from audio tracks, which normally wouldn't be a problem. Uh, but because we'd recorded on separate machines for various mm. boring technical reasons, I can't bother to go into, uh, we found that over a long period of time, the audio tracks, one of the audio tracks went out of time. It sort of stretched, it stretched itself in terms of its, its time, mm-hmm. um, which we, through various guesses and research, we, confirmed was because of the different clock speeds in the laptops we were using, right? Yep, yep. So what that meant was that by the end of the episode, your audio was about, I don't know, one-tenth of a second later than it was at the start of the track.
1: I'm just... I just want to... Sorry, are we are we saying that I was out of time? Because it kind of takes two people to keep time well, with each other. It's, it's, I, I'm feeling a little bit under attack, and I wasn't well, expecting no, that. No, so what your audio, so, John, your audio, John, was one tenth of a second too slow. Yours is no, one tenth of a second no, no, too no, no, fast, no, no. mate.
0: Well, it, it could be, it could be, it could be, it could be that. I, I do accept that, right? But oh, I think good. just not. Yeah. But normally when you're talking uh, now, John, you don't understand because you're not a musician like me, but when you're talking about, um, when you're talking about (laughs) things being in time, you tend to, uh, discursively towards who is late. Okay. You don't talk about early. You talk about things being late. So, you know, you whatever, whatever it was, not quite I was my or tempo, you,
1: mate, not quite my yeah, tempo. Exactly.
0: Whether, whether I was earlier, you were late, we were just slightly out of time, right? But only about a 10th of a second. Now that probably happens every week, but because we're doing normally, we're in different rooms, we mm-hmm. don't get as much bleed across the microphones. You don't, you'd never notice it. And mm-hmm. because we are in the same room, there was quite a lot of bleed. And it meant that it sounded just crazy by the end of the end of the podcast. It so did. I had to spend most of the week manually putting that back in time And I'd already done one edit, but I sort of discovered this happening mid-edit. So I'd done one edit, but I had to can. I then put the audio back in time and then did a further edit, which means it's only just going up today. So we Mm -hmm. don't really have any... We can't possibly have any follow-up from people on that episode because no one's heard it other than me and you, unless you might have some follow-up on it. Um, If any any listeners, by the way, have a a good tip for getting that audio back into time, I know that there's um, Marco Arment, one of the podcasters a uh, kind of a famous american podcasters have built a tool to do this but i think he's, he's not actually released it he's just using it internally but if anyone knows of anything that can put audio essentially account for those uh, those different clock speeds i'd really really like to know about it
1: one of the things that was quite interesting in terms of trying to fix the problem was that uh, all the software that we use is designed for music and so when you're asking questions on the internet Everything is written with, um, within a, a kind of a musical discourse, um, and the whole metaphor of the software exists around music and not around spoken word. That was really, really hard in terms of finding stuff out, I thought. And also, um, anytime you type something in about audio tracks losing sync, it always seems to uh, default to trying to give you instructions on how to fix things in Premiere or Final Cut. So, there's a lot of issues around this with video i believe mm. um so it's it's a it's a weird one you'd have thought by now there would be uh, a set of materials and frameworks for audio recording because it's not like uh, a voice recording because it's not like people haven't been doing voice recording stuff for a long time not just podcasting but you know other things like spoken word radio um uh well, there, voiceovers for there, books. Are,
0: there are tools out there right? so there's there's adobe audition which is set up for radio based yep. recording um, and there's also one when I, when I was searching for the for a tool to maybe use for this, there was um, one called Hindenburg, which is, is set up for uh, audio journalists. So it says it has a load of tools in it specifically for audio journalists. It says it handles a load of stuff kind of behind the scenes, so that mm. if you're not if you're not an audio producer, you're just a journalist. It supposedly does that. I fired it up, and I didn't see anything different in it. Than mm. any other audio package. In, if anything, it seemed quite limited, but that was from a 10 second look at it. But yeah, there's not a um, clear podcasting no. audio tool, right? Have you got no. the podcasting services like Zencast and we um, almost just called Casts, wasn't it? The it was called Casts, using? yeah. But we've had real problems with that in terms of the um, voice call just cut- cutting out quite a lot. Mm. Um, possibly because of your internet, but we don't seem to have too much of a problem with Skype, do we?
1: Well, I mean, you say that uh, pff, we're about forty minutes well, into t- the record so far, yeah. and I've got about nine minutes on the timeline, so
0: maybe, maybe Skype yeah. is a problem. Today's not been the best,
1: oh, but, uh. but you know, we're gonna we're gonna strive on. It's it's I suppose it's a bit like one of those days when you start a run and you feel a bit tight at the start. And you're like, I can't do ten miles today, and then by by about mile six or seven, you'll be breezing. We'll be absolutely floating along, mate. You'll be fine this
0: is fine we've got I've exercised a little bit of my audio demons uh, you have around those clock speeds but Um, maybe maybe it's just a sign that we should make the podcast a lot shorter (laughs) and then it wouldn't happen
1: well we don't have any uh, we don't have any feedback on last week's show for all those reasons but we have had some feedback that I think came through on email but during the period where we didn't have any email set up Um, (laughs) so I then got it sent to me uh, via alternate means and um, it was a question about running ok uh, they picked the right podcast they sort pick, of <laughs> <laughs> right um, it was a question about trying to get into running and uh struggling to find your groove when you're running on your own and whether or not going out running in running groups would, would be a good idea so, um, I've, uh, I've had some correspondence with the person in question, uh, personally, but I wondered if I could get your take on it.
0: I think I mentioned in one of the previous podcasts I, about if you're trying to get into something, maybe doing something in a group or with other people is a good in. Yep. Um, I think it worth a try, right? If you're struggling to get into it on your own, yeah. then give it a go. And, and if that still isn't, isn't a thing, then, um, then I don't know what to suggest really. Other than maybe sport,
1: you know, you don't have to run if 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 no. the target is just to get fit. Um, it sort of ties into into uh, weddings and things like that. So it's someone trying to get fit for uh, for their wedding. Um, and well, here's here's the bit
0: I might suggest then: if if the running group part doesn't work, yeah. um, try a training plan because training plans will mix things up yeah and you won't feel like it's one of those things and i I think we might actually come to this a little bit bit later i've I've added something to the show notes that that i want to talk about a bit later and this connects into it but when you're just doing the same thing all the time yeah that can be difficult to maintain the motivation for so a training plan is really good because it will mix it up you'll do intervals you'll do long runs you do short runs you do quick runs you do slow runs and Especially if you feel like you're working towards a goal with that and you start to see your improvement. That's the other thing. Is when you start seeing improvement happen, that will be motivating as well. But if you're just going out and going, I'm going to do three miles every day, um, yeah. unless you're doing something like where I'm going to try and beat my time every day or something, if you're just going out and going through the motions, essentially, that's, I think, where you might find some some difficulty. So maybe try um, a training plan. I will add the shelter training plan that I used. Uh, which is for a half marathon because uh, I found that really good. That was that was a real nice mix. So I'll I'll stick that in the show notes, or I'll give it to you to stick in the show notes because that's your job. Um, and then maybe that that would be be worthwhile looking at. But yeah, try out the running groups for sure.
1: Have you ever have you ever been uh, to uh, a running club or anything like that? Have you tried that yourself?
0: No. You see, my personality type kind of uh, I, I I'm already coming out in a cold sweat just thinking about it. Um, <sighs> I don't mind going with like a friend or or another person, but um, well, I mean, have we ever talked about the time when me and you went running?
1: We haven't talked about the time that you and me went running. I had a lovely no. time. I really enjoyed I hated it. it. I know you did.
0: <laughs> I just hated it. I just hate. It. I just. I just re- not because of you. Well, Not all. Not not all because of you. Um, <laughs> but no. It's just because I just wh- when it comes to running in particular, I just like to train alone i just prefer to um switch off zone out and also the other thing was you you are naturally quicker pace for me at running mm-hmm. and i was constantly at, sort of aware and anxious that i was essentially slowing you down right um <coughs> but interest interestingly though I, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that i did a impromptu half marathon in march just, yes, you just did. off the back of i, I have shut up about it mate, have you Oh, bollocks. I have shoved about it occasionally. <laughs> they, they would say bollocks on Neighbours, I think. Um, so the, I did that with a friend. Right. And again, that, that wasn't as bad because I think we were, we were at a closer level in terms of pace and stuff yeah. um, at the time. But he was actually training for a half, so he wanted to go and do it to kind of get the distance in before he actually did the half marathon. Right. Um, and I think towards the end... I started because I'd I'd only been doing like five Ks. I hadn't done anything above that for months. That was the longest run I'd done for about a year. Um, so I'd uh, I started to I, I could feel myself falling behind the pace a little bit, and I think he had to slow down a little bit for the last um, couple of miles. Right, and I and I sort of said to him, you know, um, up until that point I think it was fine. I sort of said to him, oh, yeah, I I could tell that I was falling behind the pace. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I probably could have done it quicker if you weren't there. Right. But I but I don't think I would have done it if you were there. So he he doesn't think he would have done the distance right. at that point without me there and doing it together.
1: It's a bit like so, how when you do the actual event, it's kind of the environment of the event helps carry through as well, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So although although and and, and this is probably a detriment to my whole like zoning out solo training kind of mentality i didn't find that really when i did the birmingham one i still right. struggled when i would struggle and and i didn't really find the event side of it was pulling me through because i was so so insular in in, in my kind of mental approach to doing it which is i think is, is detrimental did you if, and, you if you
1: can did you and gav run together because I know, I know you you were there at the event together but did you run together
0: no gav's gav's quicker quite a lot quicker than me Right, he was in. He was in the next group
1: wave. Yeah. I think
0: he, I think he was in the next wave forward. But I think we started together just because we went together. But he quite quickly, um, sort of moved moved forward. I think he was about 20, 15 minutes ahead of me. I think right. he did it in just. I was like two hours fifteen, and then I think he was just under two hours. I think. Nice. Which isn't which isn't like I don't think that's like hugely over that distance it's not like a huge um
1: split but no no
0: yeah but, but I will say the one that I did on my own recently even though some some parts were across like meadows and through woods I was I knocked off about 15 minutes off my time so it was quite sweet um which was good because I hadn't even trained for it properly but but yeah I, I I thought I was I felt more comfortable with that run with somebody else because I think we were just Much much closer in terms of ability, and I didn't feel like I was um, weighing them down. And the other thing I said to him at the very start was, "I ain't going to talk to you. I'm putting my headphones in and I listen (laughs) to podcasts. Like, don't expect don't expect for us to chat." And he was quite happy with that as well.
1: So right. So I've um, I've tried uh, running in a group a a couple of times actually during this um, training plan that I'm on at the moment because there's a quite a big group that runs near me but one of the problems that i have with group running is being tied down to other people's schedules um so they 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 go at a particular time and like just just getting to my run for a particular time is a huge headache for me uh one of the things that has always attracted me to running has been the ability to just get my trainers on when i'm ready and and go Mm. but when I've made the effort, I have found it really, really good, and it's pushed me in ways that, um, uh, well, I suppose I, I did expect them, but it's but it's pr- it's pushed me on in some ways that I think have been really important to me. So um, I'm kind of between pace groups. They they have uh, a Couch to Five K group, um, a 10K group, and then everyone else does oh, sorry Couch to 10K type group, sorry, and then everyone else does a standard 10K route, but within the, the main 10K group they're broken down into um, three or four pace bands. So there's the sort of the, the beginners, then there's the 10s, the 9s and the 8s. Um, and my my natural pace when I'm not pushing myself will be somewhere around 8 to 8.30. Um, so I kind of have to make a decision as to whether or not I want to go with the 9s who are going to be running at a pace just below 9 minute miles or the 8s who are going to be running at a pace just below 8 minute miles. If you naturally fall into an 8.30 rhythm, um running with a load of people who are tending towards 8:55 is a real real drag um so going out with the uh with the other group the eights is a real push for me because i have to actually match their pace and i have to like actively be running at a pace about 30 seconds faster than i than i would naturally tend to if i was just having a poodle by myself so that's really good in terms of actually uh increasing my speed work so last time i went out with them i got um I got a 10k PB but it was really hard because the guy who was pacing that day was tending to be much much quicker than than the marker. So, yeah, if you can if you can commit to going out with a group, it can change things up for you. It can help you to achieve certain targets. It's good to have that that support around you. And um I found there's uh, a number of services in in Birmingham where we live which I think are probably replicated elsewhere where the council are kind of signposting lots of local groups so I think if you're trying to get into running you don't know where to start you want to find groups probably going through the local council sports service is the way to uh to find where those local groups are and actually there's park run that's really really good I've not been but um some friends and family have been that's a really great place to go and to get some encouragement um it's a 5k course only so it's not too much of an undertaking it's a weekly commitment and you'll get a bit of a social side from it that seems really really good as well and the the great uh, run people the people who do the birmingham half marathon they've started doing a similar thing where they do a, a timed weekly 5k as well in a couple of places i don't know if you've seen that
0: uh, i 've not seen that one i know i 've seen Park run out and Aaron about there 's a few people on my kind of social circle that do that, and they they seem to absolutely love it so there 's not one near me unfortunately but
1: no there 's not really one one near me either there 's the, i mean they're they 're near enough, but it 's again it 's that thing of well it 's a thirty minute drive to get there. I could run five k by then, so i 'll just go out and um, so yeah, I think what we 're saying is is running groups could be a good idea. try them if they don 't work for you there might may, may be issues around. Um, trying to match people's paces hard. Some people prefer to have their headphones in. Some people are just a bit anti-social, Nick. Um <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm not I'm not denying it. But 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 give it a go because you'll you'll never know if you, if you, if you don't try. And I know a lot of these running groups, people who go to them, they get quite heavily invested in the social side of things as well and I think that can be quite important too to to help people get off the ground. So that was that little bit of uh, listener feedback about. Getting into running and joining running groups I've got some feedback from last week's episode as well Even though no one's heard it
0: But they'll have right. heard it by
1: the time this comes out We talked about safety last week Personal safety and Sort of, um, sort of yeah, sort of Well, yeah, we talked about your, your little injury I, uh, I went out for a run in the dark In the rain through the woods last night I came back fine But as I was going, I was just Constantly anxious that I would pull a Morton, as they call it these days. So all the kids are calling it on the street corners.
0: I ran sure, past some sure. and they went, careful, mate, you don't want to pull a Morton. Um, well, I mean, that's, that's better than what they used to call that. So it's fine.
1: But, you know, I, I, um, I bragged quite heavily about how well-planned I am for when I go out for my long runs. You know, i take take my money, take my bank card, you know, I've got everything going on. I went out for a cycle on Friday because I couldn't get to the pool for cross-training. And I got... Um, mile and a half from the house and then i was on the trails and i was being a bit cocky anyway because i was like i'm not going far i'm going to leave the pump behind i'm going to leave the puncture repair kit behind i'm just going to go keep it light you know just get it done didn't have my helmet on mate didn't have a helmet on so safety first hickman here <laughs> he's bombing down trails in the park with like big tree roots everywhere like loose shale everywhere loads of hazards, branches coming down and hitting me and i didn't have a helmet on and i felt like such a mug and it's quite strange because i grew up in the generation that didn't wear helmets uh but now it is like if you don't have a helmet on you feel really 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 exposed
0: yeah i mean i i would i always wear one because i'm on the roads and i just don't trust drivers yeah um And and I've I've had it before where I literally had it one of the, my first rides when I sort of took up cycling again. A guy went round me with his caravan, oh. and and literally just hit me just hit me with his caravan. Just oh my that, God. that's how that's how little room he gave me is that his caravan rubbed against my leg, and Good it's like God. dude, and, and it was like well you you've got like a four second gain there because we were yeah. coming up to a like a, a clear crossing like a clear overtaking section anyway. And so, I, so I, I always wear the helmet. There are um, there are people who kind of believe that they are they're safer without one because they have more awareness of what's going on around them. Um, but I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want nice. ta- to take that risk. I don't want to take that risk. And interesting, you said about this. The, I was going to say about the um, the running groups or the group activities. But yeah. one group I am looking at is a cycling group that goes out. Uh, from from my ends on a Sunday morning and I'm looking at it because it does 40 miles which is longer than I would normally do and I think it might help push me through to that distance yeah but but also I don't trust my mechanical abilities if I had a puncture or anything beyond like a chain coming off Hmm. and knowing that there was a group of other people around me if that happened on a really long ride that would be really useful to have for me I think um and the opportunity to learn off them, if, if anything did happen with that, but I, but I'm just not confident in my own um, technical abilities.
1: Well, mate, all I can say is I hope distance. when you go out with that group that the uh, the woman who attended our cycling maintenance course with us isn't there to help you out because she was awful. I don't. She yeah, she was terrible. She so was we a, she w- we went on. to a, we went to a cycling maintenance course at Evans, which I think is a really good thing to do if, like us, you're a little bit underconfident. You might have relied on uh an older brother or uh older relative to fix your bike in the past. We went to Evans, they do a quick cycle course. You don't really get very hands-on, but you get everything demonstrated. And uh, Nick and I were there with all our questions and our, our, our notebooks, taking notes. Oh, what, what, what do you do here? What do you do there? And this woman came and she paid for the privilege. Late, late. She came late. <laughs> she came late. She paid so, for, for the so privilege. Straight, straight, straight
0: away, she was on my bad books. I can't stand people who are late. So straight away, she was in my bad books.
1: And she stood there. She didn't even take her coat off. <laughs> no. And uh, the first thing that came out of her mouth was, "It's going to take long." Will <laughs> What? We want it to go on as long as possible. We want to get as much information as we can. Very, very, very strange. Regardless of her testimony, I would heartily recommend that course, actually. I, th- I felt, felt quite a little bit more confident. I still, like yourself, I'd uh, prefer there to be some grown-up around.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But it was, well, it was I, a think, I think
0: I might go again. I think I might go again. Because the problem I had with it was um, we went to it. Mm. And we got, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's some really great information. And then we went to the pub yes. and I don't really remember any of the information anymore. No. So I think I need to go again and not then drink afterwards. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, my memory is not good at the best of times and sort of doing that and then having a load of alcohol. I really don't remember how to change a tire, John
1: right okay so I, 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 well, I won't go cycling with you well no one thing that's please, nice please the, do because
0: then I'll, I'll need you to change my tires when something happens
1: one thing that's nice about the first time you go on a group cycle you presumably have never actually been in a peloton and um they're amazing oh you don't know what a peloton is of course not what a peloton is okay you went really quiet i didn't really know what to say to that really because
0: the answer was yes you're right <laughs>
1: no um i only go out in a small group but seriously when you're riding in a pack um there is that talking to one another thing but but genuinely you are conserving energy by riding in a block it's amazing uh obviously the scientists had worked out a long time ago uh they know about the wind resistance but um yeah it's 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 real i didn't really believe it to be honest
0: interesting interesting Mm. i I do i do fancy it the guy next door um he goes out uh in that group occasionally so i might try and negotiate with him to maybe go because at least that's uh again i'm worried about the pace i'm worried about the pace i don't want to be that guy at the back but um i clock about over a tw- over a 20 mile ride i'll clock about 14 mile an hour and i've been assur- assured that that's fine for right for that group so
1: is it is it mountain biking or is it road
0: no it's all road it's road yeah it's a uh, we, we've got so some... are you
1: gonna are you gonna adjust the bike at all for that
0: why would I? I do road now.
1: Okay, okay. I thought you were. I thought you were more trail based.
0: No, no trails at all. Completely road based. My cycling.
1: What sort of what sort of tires have you got on? I only say this because going out with a load of people who have got road bikes. Um, my bike's got drop bars, uh, but it's got a hybrid tire on it, so it's more like a cyclocross style bike. And um, everyone else being on slicks, they really, really kill me on the hills. Um well that's the only place i noticed that i haven't got the slick tires
0: i've got i've got it is a hybrid but it's got very thin hybrid tires so they are okay. they're they're definitely you wouldn't take it on any sort of trail based ground at all uh okay. they are they are the thickness of road tires but they are not uh slicks they are still got some groove and grip into them and uh, they might be a little bit uh, they might be a little bit wider than than like the real kind of racing road tires but generally they're definitely it's definitely a road-based hybrid bike i'll see how i get on but i have been eyeing up to be honest getting a proper road bike
1: bet you have
0: um because i feel like i could probably cut some i'm all about the all about the stats and i feel like i could probably cut cut a few minutes off the uh my 20 mile time if i can mm. if i if i get some a slightly lighter bike because i found a difference just from removing um a few peripheries like i had a child seat um like bracket on the bike yeah um, and i moved that to a different bike that i had that was more um more robust you might call it
1: and that's th- a monstrous piece of metal that seat i've seen it mate that that's gonna be about a third of the weight of your bike when it's on
0: um, maybe not. I think you're over exaggerating slightly, but yeah. It, but I will say, taking that off, dropping, and
1: putting the kid in it as well, mate, makes sense. In, oh,
0: it? mate, don't don't. Oh, the hills. I have to do with that kid because she's not a light either. She's a little dead weight. So yeah. Um. Once I took that off, even just taking out, I kind of upped my mile per hour by about I don't know point four or something. But I mean, it was it was noticeably different and easier to ride without it. So. Marginal gains, that's what it's
1: all about, isn't it? Marginal gains, mate, marginal gains. Yeah. So uh, just be careful when you go out with these guys that you don't end up doing what I've done, which is I seem to be in some sort of uh, bike gang by mistake. (laughs) Right What, you, um, what do you? It starts off, it starts off Oh, meet at the crossroads On Sunday morning at half past seven You think, oh, that's alright Next minute you know there's a WhatsApp group That's taking up about 25% of your day With all the bands The next minute, we've got matching shirts Don't know how that happened But I've got
0: what is it so, so, my only piece of cycling tip Go on I was going to say, what is it? Sons of Alva Church or something?
1: Yeah, pretty much <laughs> Oh, um no uh, my only piece of technical uh cycle wear is a cycling technical t-shirt in uh my team's racing colors mate
0: oh mate. so
1: um don't i don't know how that i'm so that i'm
0: so embarrassed for you as this has happened you've kept this from yeah, it, you've kept this from me previously and for good reason it,
1: it is in the uh in the show notes but quite far down because i wasn't expecting to get onto bikes anytime soon it just says john joined a gang by mistake <laughs> <laughs> so that's so how i get you mate so i get you that's how that's how they get you. Um, it's going to be mo- mostly follow up today, I think, mate, because it, it's taken us a while to clear these couple of pins. I did my big long run on the weekend. Yep. That's done. I'm tapering. Yeah, um, twenty two miles, mate. It was really good, actually, um, considering the disaster I had with the with the eighteen miler. Um, I definitely have now come down on the side of I was ill that day. I didn't have the toilet trouble this time and I didn't have the 35 minutes of shakes at the end this time. Uh, weirdly, I had no appetite though. Mm.
0: Ever heard of that? Uh, experienced it. I've exp- I've so I thought, that.
1: you have? Yeah. when
0: just on those lot on... Yeah, there, there does seem to be a bit of a threshold of um, like, a lot, like a longer training session. Uh, mm. coming out and, and always not being able to stomach the idea of food or, or anything I don't know why I've got no, I've, I've not spoken to a scientist about it but I'm just from anecdotal evidence <laughs> and, uh, anecdotally I've, I have had that a couple of times before
1: yeah because normally if I do a long run on a Sunday I'll have like you know a handful of muzy or something before I go out and then I'll come home and I'll want some eggs and some toasts and some avocados and all that sort of stuff just like loads of big heavy greasy stuff um, and I thought having burnt through a day's worth of calories, I would just be ravenous and I just couldn't muster the energy. And I ended up putting together a really weird plate of food because it wasn't anything I really wanted. One of the problems I had was I'd consumed so much sugar on the run, um, because I'd had gels and I'd had a Aid. And then when I got home, I was like, Well, I just want something that isn't junk and that is savoury and all I seemed to be able to find in the house was cakes <laughs> um, and I was like oh, I'm not I'm not interested in any of that I just want sort of salt and and uh, fibre uh, and vegetables seemed to be all, all I wanted I mean you know that's my diet I'm a vegetarian so <laughs> alright alright
0: yeah. right, yeah, never yeah, shut up about it yeah
1: well I, was, I thought if you're not going to make a vegetarian joke I will but uh, there you go Um but the bit of follow-up to last week is, uh, remember I was worried about carrying water. Yep. Um, yeah, it wasn't wasn't a problem. So I don't need one of those. I don't need a fancy water-carrying piece of paraphernalia because I just took my water out with me uh, in my hand for the 22 miles. I stopped and got an extra bottle of Lucasade at one point. Um, yeah, all done. So I don't need to go to decathlon, unfortunately.
0: Oh, well, you know, let's not write it off you know, too early. There might still be reason to go. You've still got an extra four miles to do on the actual day, haven't you? So,
1: I know, mate. Well, but there's going to be water on the day, so yeah, course, I just need to take my gels with me. But the interesting thing coming off the back of all, all of that is, is that is that I've realised that the hard thing about the commitment to a training plan for an event, whether it's a, a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, a marathon, or an ultra – it's not necessarily going to be the big run on a Sunday morning that you can plan for. It's going to be the run I did last night, which is I've had a really long day. I've had to cancel a day's leave and find somewhere to put the kids for the day so I can go to a terrible meeting at work that I don't want to, have to go to. Um, and I get home and it's pouring with rain, and there's a bottle of wine open, and I can't drink it because I've got to go and do a ten k in the dark. Yeah, those are the those are the runs that will that will stop you. Yeah. Oh, and I had a brand new telly I wanted to set up. Do you know what I mean? I just wanted to set up my TV, fit, fill my face with chips, and drink wine, and I had to do 10K. That, that's, for me, the, the hardest part.
0: Well, this is actually, this is going to taper really nicely into kind of my topic I wanted to talk to you about today. Um, yep. That um, I'm losing a bit of motivation at the moment for, for my training. Um, I went today... And I literally did half of my normal routine. And I was just like, I was, I was almost, I was almost writing it off before I even started. Cause I just knew that I wasn't mentally in the right mood for doing this. Um, mm. and I'm kind of putting that down to a few, a few different possible factors. I think partly because I hit, I hit that target a couple of weeks ago. Right. And obviously before I was, I was moving towards that target. Um, and that's, that's the thing I really want to come back to in a minute. Um, I I think partly it's just that thing you've just said where I'm actually finding it quite hard to fit a gym session or any sort of training into my life right now. So busy at the moment Mm. that it is becoming a burden to go, Oh, and I've got to get to the gym or I've got to do, go out for a run or I've got to do something. Um, and so that's been, um, a factor I think. um, and I think also as well, I need, to, I need to look at my training again. I need to look at what I'm doing at the gym because at the moment my routine is like 15 different kettlebell exercises and I do that right. through twice and that is long. It's not particularly long in terms of time. It's probably about 35 minutes, um, but I have a whole warm-up at the start as well and, and, a, and a cool down at the end. So the core kettlebell stuff is probably about 30 to 35 minutes. But it, just in terms of the, the sheer length of the routine, the amount of different things you're doing, um, I just think that's a bit long mentally right. more than anything. Not physically. Physically it's not too bad. But mentally it, it feels really long. So I'm thinking of maybe splitting that up into three groups of sort of five or six and doing those on different days so I'm doing something a little bit different each day and then increasing the amount of sets I do with them so I'm still getting high reps but I'm sort of concentrating on five or six exercises each time I go rather than this this big 15 exercise long routine but I just wanted to go back to the kind of hitting that target and then losing a bit of motivation if you kind of have you ever experienced that before when you've been training towards something
1: well, I, I suspect I'm going to get a little bit of it when I finish this plan because when I finished the half marathon, I was a little bit lost for a, four or five weeks in terms of what to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely the same for me. Like when I did the half marathon, um, I didn't run for about two months afterwards because it was like... Oh, mate. Well, well I just got, I finished it and I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll, take it. Oh, yeah, I'll give myself a little break and then it's quite easy to kind of fall into uh, to not doing it. Yeah, and I wonder if that injury last week actually caused me to to lose a bit of momentum as well. Because uh, oh gosh, that's true. I hadn't even thought of that. Sorry. So I sort of trade. Well, it's, you don't have to apologise, mate. It wasn't your fault. And for uh, <laughs> so you know, maybe that maybe not because I don't think I've been trained... I didn't train for about a week or so after that. And mm. I think it's so easy to lose momentum to get out of yeah. routine. It's so so easy. So I think maybe it's a combination of things. I've just I've just lost a little bit of a bit of desire to do it. Um, I'm thinking maybe the best thing for me right now would be to take the rest of this week off. Uh, I've got, I've got a wedding. I've got a I'm, a, I'm not got to, I've got a wedding. I'm attending tomorrow as best man. Uh, so I right. won't be able to try Well, I could train in the morning, but I think I'll give myself tomorrow off. I think I'll give myself Friday off. I think I'll give myself a weekend off and then reassess things on Monday. Just allow myself a bit of guilt-free rest time. Um, I've, yeah. I've already trained three times this week, so I've not, i've not been lazy this week i think maybe just give myself a bit of bit of respite maybe go out for a run actually just just change it up a little bit um especially if it's raining i really fancy a, a rain based run so but yeah just just reassess things next week maybe i might talk to my trainer and just say this is what i'm thinking what do you reckon about maybe splitting this into to groups um get his get his advice he might he might give me some of a other um ideas and then one of my one of the guy the the guy who's getting married actually i think i'm going to train with him and maybe do some of the stuff he's been doing which has been very is very different to what i do um right just to train with someone so it's a bit more of a of a social thing i think ironically for me i could probably do with that right now just just someone to train with and just try something completely different as well i think might give me a bit of a boost but yeah just on a bit of a low ebb with training at the moment
1: i was going to say yeah you know just uh a change of scenery as much as a rest, but also I i think I recognise that problem of not allowing yourself to have a rest. That's it's really hard to give yourself permission to just put your feet up for a bit um and and not force yourself out. Of there. I, I I don't know how or when I do that, other than at Christmas really, and even then I get a couple of little runs in. But have you thought about putting some swimming back in? You know, you've got these you've got these communal bike rides coming up. Get a bit of swimming in. Um and maybe just do a little bit less of the kettlebell so you don't get bored of it.
0: Yeah, it's gotta be something along those lines. It's gotta be something in terms of switching up either the, the training at the gym or or doing something completely different. Um I had been quite up until this point anyway, I've been quite good at mixing things up with rides, runs and the gym. Um and I think that really helped me kind of keep keep pushing forward. Um I don't know about swimming, there's there's only one pool near me really and hmm. Uh, it's, it's reasonably expensive to go uh, and it's very limited it, swimming is one of those things you're saying about kind of working to someone else's schedule swimming's possibly yeah. the worst thing you can do for that because you have to work around sc- like school groups or in the, at, the, yep. at this time like summer holidays swimming so lane swimming is so limited in, in when, <laughs> when, it, when it can be done that that's a real kind of commitment to somebody else's schedule. And, and I'm, I'm like you. The reason I love running is the ability to go, fuck it, I fancy going for a run. I'm going to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the, and the, the summer holiday thing, you're absolutely right. That that messes it up. And um, the the council gyms around here are, t- are terrible at actually communicating those changes as well. Yeah. So I downloaded a timetable. It was impossible to read. Suggested lane swimming was on. Phoned him up. They're like, oh, no, it starts at four. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I ended up going out on that bike ride last week. Um, um, and and that was specifically because swimming just wouldn't fit because I didn't work at the office that day. So I wasn't by that pool. So any pool I went to was, a um, you know, a 45 minute commute, um, commitment on top of everything else and just trying to fit it in wasn't, wasn't going to happen. Um, which is, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be curmudgeonly about the kids being in the pool. That's, that's fine. But um, oh, yeah. the councils need to find <laughs> the councils need to find a way of communicating that to, to people adequately and uh, they're phenomenally bad at updating their uh, their, their websites um,
0: yeah that's, that, so, that is That is so frustrating when you took especially when you because the other thing about swimming is it's not like I can just go oh I'm going to go you have to like get everything ready and kind of mm. sort of Pack, pack particular equipment and bags and stuff and then you turn up and it's like oh no we're, we're not actually doing lane swimming today or conversely when i turn up with with my daughter and i'm like i'm oh, like right yeah. oh, are we're gonna go swimming and they're like oh no uh yeah we've completely changed the schedule that pool's not open now or we've got a school group in there and it's like oh great so i've got now a hyped up toddler who i promised we we're yeah. gonna go swimming and i've got to find something else to do oh oh great i'll go in the soft play aka the worst place on earth brilliant thanks very much mm-hmm.
1: Should well, should just go to Keflon yeah, 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 I was
0: about to say go to Keflon, yeah. yeah think or,
1: uh, or like I did the other day, I sent you the picture. that They went to the soft play and then they went into the uh, aquatic shop, which is uh, a.k.a. free sea life centre. Yeah,
0: yeah. Pet, pet shop zoo. That's all you need in
1: life, isn't it? Pet, pet shop zoos, mate. They are They are cracking. So swimming, I was gutted to miss it last week. Uh, I've I've been enjoying it, um, but I, it's one of the, one of those things, you know, to speak back to the thing that we seem to be uh, it seems to be the theme of the show. Really, is about trying to just fit things in. I made some other decisions where it would be uh, more important for me to be uh, working from home, so that I had the option to go out at lunchtime and see the end of my son's soccer camp. So therefore, I missed. Mr. Swimming. The weeks before that, oh, was, was he doing that in America? To... Was he
0: was he doing that in America? Was he soccer camp? in Ah, uh,
1: soccer camp, yeah. soccer camp. But I'm, I'm, I'm. I was starting to find my groove at the swimming. I think um, there's a couple of things I've got though. A couple of little pins in terms of things I'm still struggling with around the culture of the swimming pool. Um, one is um, lane discipline, and this kind of goes to what I was saying about the running pace groups at the running club. Mm. Uh, picking a picking a lane where there's three paced lanes is really 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 hard. What do you do if you feel you're a medium pace swimmer and there is somebody in the fast lane who is bombing it around and you don't want to get in their way? What do you do when you're swimming and you give someone two thirds of a length to get ahead of you and you push off and then you end up clipping their heels before they get to the end?
0: Yeah, it's really difficult. It's really difficult. I tell you, when I used to go swimming about swimming pool. Uh, hmm. There used to be this one guy who I, I've never hated anyone as much as I hate this guy because what he used to do was he'd go out in front of me and he'd he'd sort of be bombing on and I'd be behind him and then he would get halfway down the pool and he would stop dead and hop right and I'm like what what are you doing get out of the way hop. Um, sorry.
1: Just run that bass past me right. again because uh, I heard it. Yeah. And then I processed it no. and I thought, I didn't really hear what I just heard. Right. And then you were on to something else. Tell me exactly right. what you just said again. So,
0: so what he would do is, he would go out in front of me.
1: Yes. From he that's
0: he that's your thing. He never he would never yield. He would never let me go past him from when we would launch off from the side. And right. he would get halfway down the pool. Yes. And he'd be like he'd be like bombing it, it'd be he'd be going too fast, right? Yep. And he'd get halfway down the pool, and he would just stop dead in front of me. and then, Stop, yeah. And then hop.
1: He would, hop, you said hop.
0: Yeah, he would hop. He hops so he would, in the pool. Yeah, so he'd hop in the pool, in front of me when I'm swimming, and just sort of like hop to the, to the other end. So sort of like bounce off, of, off, the, off the floor of the pool, and sort of like scramble his way to the, to the end. And then he'd do it again. And then again, and then again. And it's like, get the fuck out of my way.
1: I think I... Uh, Nick, I it, don't know how to tell you this, mate, but that's not a thing. I know! That's not, that's not a thing!
0: <laughs> I know it's not a thing, but it's a thing that he did. I'm now... I've got to give Shelter £10 now because of that wanker. £15! <laughs> fuck! <laughs> I wish we had... Oh, got, my God. I might have to cut this whole section, mate. I don't... I, I'm, emotionally, I don't know what I to deal with it. He hops. Yeah, yeah Yeah In the middle of the pool Yeah He's probably still there I've got... He's probably still there You'll probably come across him
1: I've got no words
0: I hope you come across him Because I need to talk I need somebody to understand
1: So uh, One of the things I'm interested in At the, at the pool to s- skip We'll come back to lane discipline in a second Is uh, I, <laughs> when, so, I've, when I've calmed down uh, Listeners of the show will recall Me talking about the fact that I uh, First visited the swimming pool Without my glasses on um, so I've, I've got the most tentative sense of the geography of the, of the space. Second visit to the pool. I, um, I went in initially with my glasses and I went the same route into the pool that I went the first time, which is through the changing rooms and then to the pool side and into the pool. Um, I didn't realize that wasn't the way into the pool. Uh, it was only when I put my specs on at the end of... No, actually, when I, when I arrived and I went over to, to the man and I was like, oh, I'm going to go and get changed now and I still have my glasses on, I could see there was a whole extra antechamber behind him with another door. So I'd been walking down a corridor, going through the first door into the changing room. The actual way into the swimming pool is through the second door. That's the entrance way that you're supposed to come through. Didn't know that. Um, why this is important is, is on my way out, I discovered these training cards, these laminated training cards i don't know if hopping is on those mate Is hopping on those <laughs> no I, no no it's really really not but i'm 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 quite interested in those as a concept because i saw someone working with them did you ever use them
0: no um no i i I'm very limited in my in my swimming abilities i've only got one stroke that i can really do i can only do front crawl so right. they would they weren't great for me because they they they're a lot about mixing strokes, aren't they? And I just don't have yeah. I've got nothing in my locker other than front crawl. My front crawl's quite good, but everything else is just awful. I just sink.
1: Right. We we need to get you some of these adult swimming lessons, mate. I think I think that would they would be really good for you because the the reason why I'm interested in in nutrition training do that. cards. Well, all right then. <laughs> <We're> fine. Good. <laughs> we were just talking we were just talking about boredom and and mixing things up and i think that the the training cards might be the thing that might help keep me in the pool and stop me reaching that sort of plateau you were describing with the kettlebells because it will give me a a structure so it's not just me swimming up and down up and down up and down up and down and i think it will help me with my technique as well because i noticed that the card was asking him to do things like do length with floating hands do uh, lengths with float between the legs. Mm. Um, one of the things i noticed in terms of my stroke is um, I'm I'm dragging my legs a lot more than I should, and I should be working my legs harder. So doing lengths with an uh, with a, a float in hand, as we used to do when we were training as kids, means that you work your legs properly um, and helps to build up your strokes better. So I think I'm I think I'm going to try those. I'm quite quite keen on doing that. Really,
0: I definitely have the same realization about my. Um my legs not working hard enough. Although when I spoke to my, my mate who is a very, very good swimmer, the one that we've mentioned hmm. before, yeah. he was like, he was like, literally don't worry about that. He's like the, the power really? the, yeah, he's like really there for balance and a little bit of kind of keep you moving forward. But, but don't, don't feel like, cause you, you will very quickly tire out if you're kicking your legs loads.
1: Um, right.
0: And he's like, really, if you get your front, the front end going and you're got an efficient, um, kind of arm movements so that you're scooping back a lot of water and you're sort of quite aerodynamic, that'll have a lot more impact than you kicking really hard with your legs.
1: Oh, interesting. That was his, that,
0: that, that, that was his advice when I said, I'm a bit worried about, I'm not, you know, I'm not kicking my legs enough. And he's like, really, they should just be complementing the, the main drive, which will come from your upper body. Okay. So I wouldn't I wouldn't, huh. I wouldn't get too hung up on it, but I could. But I think still, you know, strengthening them by doing that sort of training is only going to help, isn't it? Uh,
1: yeah, and, and just get just getting a sharper technique, and also, as I say, just just mixing things up a bit, so so it's not just the same plod for everything. But back to lane discipline. What do I do, mate? Am I do I overtake somebody? Do I stop? What do I do if if I if I'm going too fast for their pace? If I'm not quite their I... tempo.
0: I, I i overtake you do i yeah i overtake in the, I, I, you know unless it's like at the end of the length of when there's an obvious like okay we can just sort of swap over here um at the late of at the, at the changeover if it's mids if it's middle of the pool as long as there's space to do it i will um kick kick up a gear go a bit quicker and just get around them like you would in a car i guess
1: well, yeah, that's that's what that's what I was doing, but I wasn't sure if because you know I'm going to be making a wake behind me and stuff.
0: so... Well, they, they. What what can you do? What, what what's your other option?
1: Stop. Well, yeah, that, I mean that's what I'm trying to get get to the bottom of is, is no. what what I am supposed to do. It's I feel bit- very much. The- like a, I, I, oh, like a fish out of water, that's a bad pun. Um, <laughs> well,
0: I, I, I try and avoid... I, I don't ever want to be annoying to anyone. Like, I, I try and avoid that. And if I do go around someone, I'm not kicking. I'm not, like, kicking a load of water in their face because, luckily, my, my kicks are, are not too splashy anyway. So I, I, I will try and avoid that, and I'll make sure that I'm, like, well past them before I move back over. Um, right. And, and similarly, if there's people coming the other way, I won't overtake because I don't want to, kind of, have a three-person pile-up... In in that kind of lane But If they're too slow For the medium lane Then Really They should be In the Slow lane
1: They should Or should I be Should I be in the fast lane But then am I going to be in someone else's way it's
0: well this is the the part of the problem is that there's not that there's not just three paces and i was thinking this when you were talking about your running group saying that there's an eight there's like a a just under eight minute group and there's just under a nine minute nine minute group and i was like well Mm. surely there's quite a lot of people who run at eight minute 30 do you mean there's not it's not that you Mm. just jump a minute and it's the same with having three swimming lanes you don't just go slow medium fast Sometimes I had to go in the fast lane because there was just too many people in the medium lane that were slower, or just too many people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I can just about hang with the people in the fast lane. I will be the slower, but I, I, when I do that, what I would do is I, I will be the, the I won't be the alpha. I'll be the beta. Do you know what I mean? I'll, I'll yield constantly. I'll move out the way. I'll make sure that when I'm going out. It's where yeah. it's when I'm behind them purposely I'm always if mm. if they're even if they're like half a length behind me when I get to the end, I would stop and wait for them and let them go past me at that convenient point, so I would make sure that I was kind of conceding to them because they are the quicker swimmer, and I think really that's 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 the etiquette right That's what the etiquette should be the mm. the quicker swimmer you should concede to them, let them go through unless they're you know. But but on the flip side, you should also be like, well, if I can move up, maybe I should, so that I'm not swimming really quickly around a lot of people who are who are slower. I think you have to kind of take majority rule in those lanes. If this medium mm. lane is full of a lot of slow swimmers, then you've just got to accept that that's no longer the lane for you, and you're going to have to move into the fast lane.
1: So very much like when you're on the motorway, where you're like, well, if you're all going to hog the middle lane, I'm going to have to go on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll try and get. I'll try and get out this guy who's in this Audi's way as quickly as I possibly can. Yeah, exactly. I think and that's I'll... cool. Now I feel I feel okay with what I done, what I did now. I've had some social anxiety about about a overtaking, about B making the step to move up to the fast lane. Because if you remember, I almost started in the slow lane last time. Yeah, um, thinking that I would be, at night. no, no, not the slow lane, never, never the slow lane. So, yeah, well, um, if, you're,
0: if, you're, uh, if you're happy that you've exercised your swimming social anxiety demons, um, I think we might need to wrap it up now. I think that's probably yeah, it for no, this I week. Think, so, uh, I did my intro, uh, and we didn't know how to come out of that, and I'm never quite sure how to go into your outro. So, do you want to do your outro?
1: Yeah, I can do. Um. <laughs> yeah. Try and get the energy Ooh. Try and get
0: the energy back up, mate. Try and get the energy okay, back up. Okay, okay,
1: okay. Uh, you can find us on
0: Apple Podcasts. No, no not, energetic not, en- try it again, oh, not energetic enough. again, not energetic enough. Come on, mate, you've got to give it the beans.
1: Give it the beans? Give it the full beans, mate. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, on Pocket Casts and Overcast, or anywhere that you like to get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave us some reviews. It's a huge help and it's nice to know that you care um i feel very self-conscious about that after having listened to um one of the merlin man shows in the week where he was slagging everyone off he does this bit
0: Mm. Mm. i've never Mm. i've I've never been fully on board with this but you know no this this is yours this is your section
1: mate this is your section nor am i but you know uh i was talking to um steadman from uh, podient about it afterwards and he was like yeah of course, Merlin Man can spend some time slagging that off because he's got like an audience, so uh he's coming in it from a privileged position. I was like, "Yep, yeah, totally." All
0: right, all right, mate. Let's not let's not start beef. Let's not start beef. Uh,
1: he also he also <laughs> was talking about lots of things that we're all guilty of doing um, on the, on the other podcast. So I took that very personally, but in a positive way. It was what's, it was it notes? was a
0: personal attack on
1: you. I did check. It was a personal attack on me. Yeah, you you, you messaged him. <laughs> I let him know. Yeah. Um, uh, thanks to our web host, Podient. Podient provide professional-grade podcast hosting at a price that you choose. Can I check? Is, is, uh, is, is that, on... that now
0: the right pronunciation of Podiant? If you checked? Could be. You haven't checked, could have be. you? No, no. Okay, fair no. enough.
1: And, and just kind of while, while, f- while this is all falling apart around me, it sure. would be much, much cleaner if I could have remembered which Merlin Man podcast it was where he was talking about that. Yep. I think it was probably Dubai. Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're online at runnerpod.com and you can email us at, um, you don't look like a runner at runnerpod.com. I should no, probably write podcast, down podcast before. at runnerpod Podcast, podcast at runnerpod.com. You can tweet us at runnerpod. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Peace. You don't look like a runner
0: with Nick and John.
1: Hello. Hello. Right. Are you there? Hello. Hello, Nicholas. Why Nikolas?
0: can't I hear you?
1: Hello, Nicholas.
0: Oh, for the love of fucking.
1: You're right. Hello. I had multiple oh, I can't ringing issues. You. you can't. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. That might be me. Oh, Fuck that me. might be me. That might be me. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, Two seconds. My fucking god! Don't hang up. Don't hang up. Don't god, hang god. up. Don't hang up. Don't. If hang you up. can hear
0: me, I'm going to quit Skype. Again.
1: Don't hang up. Don't hang up. Don't hang up.